Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. excited to be with Caitlin Smith. Hello! In my house. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, I'm so, so happy. Be- it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Yeah. And here we are drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. Trying to set up in-home camera studios. You're looking great. Thanks. Um, New album out. Man, so we recorded, we did a podcast right when the pandemic hit yes. and you had just released Supernova. Right. And that was like a bittersweet moment for you, I feel like, because you had made this beautiful album and then the pandemic hit. It was it was like maybe more bitter than sweet. <laughs> it was a bummer. God, it was a big bummer. Life can be such a bummer sometimes. But it was a bummer for everybody. You know? I know, but it's like... But that I, was my bummer. Tell me about that so. bummer, because I think about like um, all that it takes to like put your heart and soul into this music career yeah. and everything that you have to give to this career these songs to bring them to life and your performances and it's just everything and then to have the bummer of it how do you move past that because you did you did move past that and you made another album high and low and it's amazing well I mean I remember we had a big year planned for 2020 with the release of Supernova and I was gonna I was on the road with Little Big Town we were gonna do the Marin Morris tour like it was just gonna be a big Big fun time, right? Oh man, you had and the, that tour lined up too. Yeah, it was and does it just, just go away? Yeah, like you don't get to get on the next away. tour. Just went away. Oh, um, oh what? It's so sad it's so and sad. such a bummer. You know, and so really, like, it, I took the weekend because we were in Detroit getting the night before we were supposed to play a little big town, and they canceled the whole tour. I was having a martini on a pink velvet couch. <laughs> it's like it felt like a movie. So like my manager was like, "Listen, kid, you got to get a rental car. You got to go home." <laughs> and like I was like, "Do so you were actually ready to start the whole tour? You're like you were like there. we were in. We were there to start another run, to start another run, and and get ready to promo the record. I was going to go to New York, all the thing. Anyways, I, I do remember just getting in the rental car, my husband and I, and, and driving, and just wanting to be back with our babies, and um, you know, it feeling like okay let's just get to them feel safe and then it was definitely a morning period of like oh this sucks we had like big plans and 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 you know so I cried a lot but then I also turned to writing like pretty much right away I called up some of my best friends and I was like hey what are you doing yeah let's stop looking at the news and let's just like write and so did you write a lot of this new album a lot of this new album was written on zoom um kind of in that period of like of the low really yeah i love this album because it's like the highs and the low man lately that song i'm like 
these songs are anthems and high because Miley Cyrus cut that song too. She did. I mean, you write anthems, <laughs> like songs that move you to your core. Man. Well, thanks. Tell me how that came about because I know you produced this yourself and you, which is huge. I mean, huge. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was like something I've always been curious about. Um, but I didn't really, I didn't see any other female artists like doing it. Especially, I moved to town 13 years ago. There was nobody. From Minnesota. No, but from Minnesota. And there was nobody producing their own records, no females. And I was like, okay, well, maybe that's just not a thing that I'll do. Um, but you always wanted to. But I always wanted to, you know. And after years of like doing my own demos and kind of like making other records, being kind of, you know, letting other wonderful producers um, take the reins, like... I learned so much, which is a sponge from these people. Um, but when it came to this record, I was just, I was doing a lot of my own demos at home because I had to and kind of playing around. And I was like, I miss this. Like I got, like I, it brought me back to this space of, of being 16 years old. And I had like a Pro Tools rig in my basement and my, my dad, my brother was in my band and my dad like filled our, our basement with music instruments. And so I would just come home from school, high school, and just play and make stuff. And like, it was a space that like was really, really happy at that point of my life. But you know, I kind of lost it, right? It's easy to lose it. I lost that. And so kind of COVID forced me to just like- Find it again. Find it again, which is kind of cool. And then I was like, wow, maybe I, maybe I want to do something like this for my next record. And um a good friend of mine, Jen DeSilvio, who we wrote high together, maybe mm. another life. Like we've written a bunch of, a bunch of the songs on this record and the last one. Um, she's an incredible writer, but also like a badass producer. And she was like such a voice of like, girl, you can do this. Like, just try it. What's worse that can happen? Like you just, it sucks. And then you start over because that's a real moment there. Like we're yeah. saying it quickly in this conversation you're like, you have this friend encouraging, you want to do it. You're yeah. like, okay, I'm going to try. But there's a lot of feelings behind that because oh, yeah. to do something like that, where you're putting yourself out there, right. you're not going to produce your own album. And I, I read another interview that you did and you, you said you could feel like the actual like growing pains or like the, the tension. Oh, it was uncomfortable. Getting, it, getting through it. Getting through it getting was uncomfortable. Getting through that growing yeah. pain, getting through that step, that yes. is the hardest well, part. Because you're coming toe to toe with your fear in that moment. And my fear, like and my insecurity really is what it was. And you're like literally walking right into it. Like literally just having to sit and look at it and go through it. It's, like, wow, I'm really insecure and I don't, I have to direct this band um, in, in how I want this song to come out. And I, I have don't, to be confident. I, I have and to like, be confident, but I'm not to. really sure. And and it just was like, just diving. So how do you start that process? Like, how do you even start walking <sighs> through that? Because that is a huge I mean, moment. I think, like I tried to prepare on the front as much as I could with just like becoming a student of, of like production and just listening to my favorite records and like listening to the drum sounds and listening to guitar tones and listening to like the spaces, you know, and like just mm. taking notes, right? And I made like a playlist of like, well, this is the music that moves me. Okay, well, who was on that list? I mean, it is a plethora of artists. So it's, it's everything from Whitney Houston to Harry Styles to Wilco to Etta, um, Etta James to Ava Cassidy to um, Patty Griffin, Dixie Chicks. Like literally, it's kind of all, all over you. the map. But I feel that in your music. But it's kind of all in there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, this sounds like Harry Style like background vocal moment, and this sounds like this fiddle kind of reminds me of the Dixie Chicks a little bit, but also a little bit like Wilco. Like <laughs> it's kind of all in there. And so, anyways, I just I studied and I I, I leaned into what I loved. And then I also got a great engineer that can really walk alongside of me. And so um, I was listening to these records and I was like, who is engineering these? Like I was listening to a Stapleton record and I saw the name Gina Johnson. And so uh, some friends of my, like a friend of mine introduced us. We got coffee. So turns out this girl. And I love that it's a girl. 
I love that it's a girl, right? There's yeah. no girl engineers like hardly all. But like, of course, very that's few. who you love. Isn't yeah, that awesome? exactly. Well, turns out that she's from Minnesota, Obviously. from the town that my grandparents are from. So like, not we're shocking. Instant kindred spirits. And so the great thing was, is Gina. Gina's an incredible engineer. She also has like a great producer, like ear as well. And so she was like, "You can do this, and I'll, I'll like I'll help you." And so she really was like the wind beneath my wings in this project. And so, you know, having this kind of support team, I also like in this period of this record, like switched over a bunch of my team and actually unintentionally just changed it to a lot of women. And so I've, I landed in this space of like, just surrounded by a lot of support and safety, like a safety net. And it was really a beautiful place to be because I think it also, like it enabled me to crack myself open in a different way. Mm. Like I think of like practically what that means is like, let's say I was in the studio cutting vocals um, and Gina, and we did it at Gina's house. She's got a space in East Nashville and um, she's got like a little room that she does vocals in. It doesn't have any windows. It's just like, so you can't see her. You can't see anything. Is that nice? And it was it was like kind of game changing to me because like I didn't then I could I didn't have to like put makeup on go to the studio yeah like even just being surrounded by women you don't realize how much your guard can come down yes like you know yes because I'm like oh if it's a dude like I kind of want at least you want to sh- I'm gonna brush my teeth yeah I'm gonna like <laughs> at least comb my hair I don't know like yeah just be a little more presentable but I just feel like that 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 kind of was a a domino effect in you a could way. unhinge a little bit where it's like okay so I'm in this room where sh- no one can see me and like I felt like I was able to just be as raw as I like ever really have been in a it. vocal booth cry you know whatever like do whatever weird things I need to with my body to get and the, no one's the watching right. you nobody's watching me it's just for myself oh that's where it's freedom. like all the other times I made records like people are watching the producer you. can see you or whoever can see you the engineer can see you and it's like you're still you know being observed and so it was so interesting to be in that space because no matter how incredible of an artist you are which you are the most incredible you still are influenced by people watching you so to have no influence of eyes watching you when you're putting when you're putting your vocal out there in the most raw form that has to be just a huge liberating experience it was so liberating I mean even being able to take take these files put them on my own computer and like edit you know spend the whole day like editing strings and like nobody else is there it's just me and these strings parts and like take I mean, all the big nobody's looking the at the big me. machine just, away from it take, take the big machine away and just get down to like what do i like you just you what so this I? was for you this was, album was yours really yeah I mean, Truly. people can always say all the music they make is for themselves, but like then right. all the different people get involved, producers, right. labels, everyone has an opinion. This one was yours. I mean, it was. And, and, and if I'm like, let's go back to like, okay, we were talking about Supernova. Like if I think about that time period, like think about the whole, I've made three records on Monument, you know, and I made Your label. I'm, I'm, my record label. The first record I made before I signed with the label and then they bought the record, put it out. And that one's called... And it's called Starfire. Starfire, yeah. And then with Supernova, um, all of a sudden, there there were a lot of voices. So Starfire... There was a lot of opinions. Was Starfire kind of a similar experience to um, High and Low? Because you made it on your own? Because I made it on my own. It was just me and and Paul Moak, who's a brilliant producer. Oh, he's so great. He's a genius. Yeah. And so... And we just were like, let's let's just pick songs that we love and let's make make it sound like we love. No pressure. So it was like a no pressure record. So proud of it. Supernova. I was like, okay, there's a lot of voices. I don't know what to do coming off of like the success of Starfire. And so I made a lot of that record in LA. And I also, instead of doing the hard thing of just like listening to myself, I started listening to a lot of other people. That's what I found myself so chasing. Easy. It's so easy like, to do Like, oh, that. if you just made it a little bit more like this, like a little bit more like Adele, a little bit more like that, then then we could get it on AC radio or like whatever. Mm. So then there's like voices and like agendas. Isn't that so interesting? Because I feel like all of these people that we get on our team or whatever, they're here to help. Yeah. But 
they also come with their own very strong ideas and opinions about you who is now like you're not just a person anymore and you're not an artist you are like a brand you right. are a product right and it gets viewed it starts getting put through that and like it just happens over and over and over again to incredible artists like it just always happens yeah and it's just it's you feel like oh it's not gonna happen to me or whatever but it just it's almost impossible not to have it's it happen. really hard and i think well, another thing happened during that second record was that after kind of after we kind of came out of the COVID season, um, I re-released the album, but I put on a little duet with featuring Old Dominion. Oh, yeah. And so this opened the door then for me to go to country radio, mm. um, which was awesome and like had that ride, good times. But then, but coming off of that, um, I definitely felt this pressure to like, oh, well, I have to make another radio song. I have to make something that radio is going to want to play. So I definitely like, you know, so there's definitely some chasing in that season. And, you know, Downtown Baby is a part of high and low um, because it's part, it's part of this journey, right? Um, and it is a part of me. I love to just get drunk and crazy in, <laughs> in New York. That's what the song's about. Um, <laughs> yes, please. And so, but it, it is a part of like, that last bit of me like chasing yeah, um, that before song kind of that song was before kind of just on the album. Okay. Interesting. Go. You say that. Cause I was listening to your album and yeah. that one did feel like the most commercial one. Right. Yeah. Totally. Which just feels great. It's a right. great song, but yeah. Okay. Interesting. I chased properly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely, we went to country radio with it. And the hard thing was, is like, I was like, I like this song, but, um, it's also not like, the song sword that I want to die on. Which song sword do you want to die on? I mean, like maybe in another life, but it's a ballad and no one wants to play a ballad. (laughs) And, you know, or high, but like no one like, did Miley put that song out? She, she put it on her plastic hearts record. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, Oh my God. Okay. So you, and I've obviously love you and I've stalked you a lot about this album though, but you're saying, you said Alaska is getting a lot of response and that song like, Cut me to the core. Man, thank you. Where did that come from? It's actually like shocking to me how it's, many people me are like posting about, about it. And, and Well, because like who in a marriage or whatever yeah. hasn't like hit moments where you're like, oh my God, Man. or like, how what, are we going to drift apart? Or totally. what is this? What are we doing? I mean, this is, it's one of the realest songs I've probably ever released. Um, and the raw songs too. It's the raw song in the record because it's like, the pain that I'm closest to out of all of the songs. There's a lot of memories I dig into, but like that's, that's the most. How do you mean the pain, pain that you're closest to? In the, in the sense of like Raul Ra- and I, you know, being in Minnesota was really isolating over COVID mm-hmm. and um, it was really hard. And I, I say like it, winter came and it got cold in all senses of the word. Right. And we really just, we went through a hard time and, um, but we've been married 13 years and it's like that's what marriage is is just a series of highs and lows and working through it but just getting really vulnerable and raw about about the distance that we were experiencing like I mean it was it's hard stuff to say out loud how was he with it? but he I played him the song I was afraid to play him the song a little bit like cause I was like this might hurt his feelings I played his played him the song and he said this is an incredible song is like the first response he goes it's really hard to hear but it's really good and I was like thank you I'm sorry (laughs) but how amazing that you could put those feelings into a song you know instead of like into like a big fight or instead of into more distance or instead of into whatever it's like you can actually put it into a song that's so (laughs) makes me right because it's like marriage is like Michael and I've been married now we've been I don't even know I think it's uh, are we like nine years, 10 years? I have lost track. <laughs> right. We've gone through some major highs and lows. Yeah. And that is what marriage is. It's like totally. literally walking through this life with someone. And sometimes you're at the freaking soaring like a shooting yeah, star man, in the you're sky. You're riding a roller coaster at the best time. <laughs> and other times you're like, holy shit. Like yeah. this is like some serious heavy like, stuff. Wait, I'm with you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my and, you got all, and then you have a family which you love but it's totally. like it's just a lot and it's I think a it's a beautiful it's the most beautiful thing and it's like when you get on the other side of the lows yeah. 
it makes your marriage yes. so much stronger and you're it's such something to be so proud of but like you got to right. weather the storms totally and and it's i mean that one was a doozy but we got a really good therapist i feel so grateful for and we started doing this have you ever heard of EFT therapy? Is that where you like rewire your brain? Emotionally or focused therapy. Well, I mean, I guess it is some sort of rewiring, but it's really more like really getting to the empathy, to that empathy with each other. Mm. And I don't know, it it definitely changed the entire way that we talk to each other in our marriage. And I feel so grateful for that. I want to tell everybody about it. Everybody That's go amazing. check out EFT. Um, I'm a big, big fan. Awesome. Yeah. But thank God for therapy. Um, and an, also a songwriter husband that understands that sometimes we just got to write our way through it. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. And I think that that's what I really admire about your songs, too, is... And I was actually talking to Allie, who is no longer my intern anymore because she's graduating from college. Aww. But she's been my intern for the past two years, and it's been amazing. Um, you're one of those artists, to me, that is like... You've had this strong current about you for a long, long time. Like, you, you're one of those artists that, like, you have such a force with you like and you're so your music is so powerful you've had so many cuts for other artists like big cuts you've been on huge tours you have made great music you just got nominated for ACM like new artists ah. new female artists of the year you've had this like rumble this strong rumble forever you know like and you see some people like a Morgan Wallen or something they like shoot up in their in right. arenas like in, like within right. two years or whatever but it's like that doesn't happen for everyone but like mm -hmm. you have this like just a solid, just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, you're just so good. It's like you're etched in the history books already oh, of like so how great you are. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you keep having amazing things happen, but it's, I mean, it's not like you're singing, you are singing national anthems all over the place. So, you know, it's not <laughs> like, you, but it's not like you're, you're selling out arenas yet, nope. but it's like you have. Still trying to sell out a club. No, but, I, but, <laughs> but you have this greatness that you just carry with you. And it's you're one of those people that is just this artist. You are just born to be an artist. Your music is incredible. Everyone who finds you feels it and knows it. Other artists see it's like, have you just always known? Because you're just one of the ones that was born great, I feel like. Wow, that's really nice. I feel like some people can have some hits and have like some big bolts of lightning and flashes but not everyone is just born great and a lot of those people are great too i'm probably mumbling and like not even saying this correctly i'm trying to basically <laughs> no. say you are just you're just it's so really nice the 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 threads that make you up are just so powerful 
It is like a Patty Griffin. It is like a Lori McKenna. It's like that, but plus it's then the soaring ballads and it's just, you're just a really special artist. Man. And you're a songwriter you. on top of it. Like you have the songwriter element too, like the depth of songwriting. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Like when I look back at my career, I I see it as a long and winding road for sure. And, you know, when I first came to Nashville, I think I was 16. 16? 16 years old. It's a long time Did ago. your parents come with you? My mom did. Did you move here? Nope. We just took a trip. And I remember, like, wanting to go because I had made a little record, independent record, and um, that's where you go is Nashville. And, like, at 16, I, I remember thinking... I'm going to get a record deal this year and I'm going to start touring. Like I just, I wanted it like so early. And so like I saw the whole picture as like a kid. You knew it. I knew it, but it's just like definitely doesn't just turn out where you walk into town and get a record deal. And it was a a long and winding road to get to where uh, I could really step into my artist's shoes. Um, but on, I remember on that trip, you know, falling in love with Music City, but also seeing that it's Songwriter City. Mm. And there's this whole community of creators that just write songs for people. And then I saw, you know, that while all of my favorite artists that have had long-lasting careers have consistently released great songs. They either write them or they cut them. And so, you know, as a teenager, I was like, okay, then I need to figure out how to write great songs so it was a million trips back and forth for years and years I finally signed my first publishing deal then at 23 so it was a long it was a long journey wow and I played bars and churches and whatever I could in Minneapolis to save up some money so I was playing like the music circuit up in Minnesota and and then I would come and crash on couches in Nashville and um so you were dedicated and so I was dedicated at a really young age um but all that to say, like, even at 23, signing a publishing deal, I was like, okay, writing songs. This this really is plan B. Like, I've always wanted to be the artist. Mm. The crazy thing is, is, like, my plan B with writing kind of took off, like, unexpectedly. What was your first big one that took off? First, My first big cut was Jason Aldean on the My Kind of Party record, which is, like, Huge. it went, like, four four times platinum or something. It was, like, it was a massive record. And, and how so, old were like, you when that happened? And I was probably 20, gosh, 24. 425 somewhere around so that's like exciting it was so exciting it was crazy exciting (laughs) like oh my gosh and then i was like right after that it was like rascal flats and then like kenny and dolly and like there's a series of like yeah within like a year of time like all these cuts you had megan trainer and john legend that was later yeah that was was a big hit that was huge that still pays the bills thanks megan thanks john yeah (laughs) i feel grateful for that but it's like this whole writing thing it's like are you pitching your songs or are people just hearing them? Well, other, like, publishers are. Publishers are. Or you're in the room with the artist okay. and writing with them. Just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that was so fun. Like, kind of living in this space of songwriter. But I'll tell you, a few years in, and after kind of getting a handful of those cuts, it got harder to give the songs away. Mm. So I was going around to record labels and, like, Pitch playing them my songs, hoping that like, hey, they must sign me. They sign me. <laughs> Hello. And I'm like, this is such a great song. We just signed such and such act from The Voice. Do you want? Can we please put this uh, on their record? Is that like a dream killer? It was a total dream killer. Because here you are with this like, phenomenal no. voice, and you're the songwriter, and you're an incredible artist. And so you're like, like, why are you not seeing right? It at was me? very hard. And so they're like, so I was like, yeah, they can cut that because I was like, I like. I like making money, I guess. So like, sure. But it has to be so but frustrating because so you're sad. such I an cried a artist. <laughs> and like here, and I'm no dogging on people from The Voice or anything no. like that. But it's like, you've been doing this for so long. You are so rich and rooted in your artistry. And you're so great at it. So just to get like skipped over for the hot flash, it's just so frustrating. That's where this town can break you. Yeah. In so many ways. It's so, that is like, it is a hard thing, but it's like, it's also like a continual, it's been a continual lesson of just keeping my blinders on, Mm. which is very hard for me. I look around a lot. 
I, and this town looks around a lot. Yeah. How is this person's career going? Oh, what are they doing? What are they do? Oh, why do they have that? And it's like kind of this yucky narrative that happens in this town, but it's like it, that's a joy stealer. Mm-hmm. And I, I've like had to continually remind myself to just stop looking around and just keep my head down and, and focus on making great music and just keep taking baby steps forward. Right? Yeah. Keep climbing the mountain because like, the things that, that you know, would be great to have, sure, radio hit or a big, big song just pops off or you have that moment and like, cool, now you're selling a ton of tickets and like, those are like, I like to think of them like one-ups on a video game or like, you know, in Mario, we can like skip all the levels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's lightning in a bottle. Like, and some people get so lucky and that happens. It happens right away and it's so exciting. It's awesome. But also like... You know, some artists that I love, like, I think of, like, Brandy Carlisle. Oh, my God. That girl, like, just marched. She marched to the beat of her own drum, and she just just kept making great music, kept showing up. Yeah. And, it, I mean, what? She was on record, like, five or six yeah. until she got recognized for, like, by the Grammys. I have to think about it's it crazy. this way, though. I really have to think about it this way. Because, like, being a f- former artist, my husband being an artist, like, just going through so many things in life now at this point, like, I'm turning 40 this year and I like I look I look at life so differently than I did when I was 20 when I was 19 and I moved to this town because when I was 19 and I moved to this town it was all about the the accolades you know it's like getting the record deal getting the single getting the boxes getting the the manager getting the tours getting the fame being the starlet all that stuff like that is what felt like success was right and now here I am 20 years later being in this career for so long, seeing so many creatives like yourself, myself, my husband, like just walking this walk for 20 years and seeing the people who all different forms of success, all different forms of talent, all different forms of creativity being expressed. But it's like, maybe it's not the best to jump the levels and get the huge success in the beginning right. because you, you get it. And like all of a sudden you have this recognition, but like that kind of recognition and that kind of extreme fame, like that right. can really wreck your life. It is. And create a ton of problems. Shocking. You know, I've, but, heard, I've had a lot of friends where it's been like very quick and it's like, it's, it's jarring. It's really jarring. It can really like yeah. damage you in other ways, right. you know? And so it's like, sometimes when you do have them more slow and steady, yeah. just committed to your talent, to your greatness, when you do get your moment, like Brandy had at the Grammys, right. it's like, she's ready. She's sure. so ready. She's been working She knows every day who of life she is. is. Right. She's been knocked down so many times. She's yeah. not glamored by any of it. Right. She's not scared to use her voice how she wants to. Right. You know, like totally. you, you get past all those things that, will like maybe weigh you down if you're yeah. if you're trying to like hang on to the rocket ship right but when you lose the rocket ship or when you don't <laughs> ever have it you're right. just like doing <laughs> you then yeah. it's like you really build you who you are as an artist that's so beautiful it's a pain in the ass though it is a pain in the it's ass it's a total pain in the ass it's pain and it in the sucks ass. the life out of you and it's like i mean on my first record i've got a song called this town is killing me mm. and it was like you know kind of about the journey of trying to get the record deal and trying to like get people to notice and just it wasn't happening. And so that was like my heartbreak song to Nashville. But it's interesting how I still like very much can pull that song up and be like, Oh, I still feel this right now. And like how, how it doesn't, I don't know. It's all, it's the same game. And then I think you just, it changes so fast. It changes so fast. I know. And like, I, like over COVID, like those past two years, like it became a TikTok town overnight. And then all of a yeah, sudden, if you're not TikTok like a TikTok town, that's a- if you're not a huge star on TikTok, you're not getting signed. It's like yeah. you get lost in the new hottest trend or the new hottest thing. It's like, I remember when American Idol came out, if you weren't on American Idol, you weren't going to get signed. You it's know? so true. It's so true. It's always a hot flash in the pan. But it's like, okay, there's the game that everybody plays. But then, but then like, if you zoom out. Like, I think the people who change the game, the people who mm-hmm. last, voices that last, they didn't play by the rules. And that's you. And they play by their own game. That's what I was trying to tell you with my <laughs> jumbled jargon of speech no. earlier. You're playing your own they game. They play their own game. And, and maybe it takes longer. You're making great music for yourself because you love it. Yeah. Because it's your artistry. Right. And that's what artistry is. Like, it's like Man. really expressing what's in your soul right it takes a lot of bravery to do that 
it really does. But it also takes practice. It takes practice to crack yourself open in that way and live in that space. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I know. I feel like I've been practicing a lot. <laughs> I know. I was, I, I'm like literally, I feel like a wet dog right now. I'm looking at my hair and my hair is reflecting how I feel. I'm just going to check the time. I'm just make sure we're doing okay. Um, so I feel, I just feel, I feel burnt out lately. Like I just feel like not uninspired, like I'm not uninspired because I'm like continuously inspired by like creatives like yourself like talking to you like it's like a jolt of energy for me I always feel so inspired having these kind of conversations because like getting to be in the room with dreamers who are like doing their dream and like going for it and going through the fire and like having the highs and the lows and like actually just like doing it that is just the noblest to me it's just like that is just the bravest most noble thing you can do to express your soul and it takes everything you have so like I find that so incredibly inspiring to like be next to you and talk to you and like get to like hear your journey because it takes everything you have to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I just, that you get this season of burnout where I'm like, I've been doing this, this town for so long. Michael's been doing this for so long. I have so many friends and it's like, sometimes I'm just like, what is it all for? Like, what is any of it for? And then you just have to get back to why you want to do it. Yeah. You get back to your why. I mean. What's your why? Burnout is a, it's, what is my why? I mean, I want to live, I want to live a, I want to be a fully alive person, right? And so what that looks like in all the aspects of my life is that, you know, that I could be the, I can just be the best version of myself, showing up for myself, showing up for my husband, showing up for my kids. Um, and I want to create beautiful things. I want to create, man, all the way down to like building a garden, planting flowers, to writing songs, to painting, to whatever it is, to making babies. I don't know. Um, but, and, and then my hope is to just inspire Mm. other people to do that too. Um, I mean, I very vividly remember the people that I've met along the way that have inspired me who are Uh, some of those i mean early on i think i'm like my grandma and my my both my grandmothers my mom were such like beautiful artists in their own ways um and then there was one wonderful woman named marnie in high school she was like our youth group like our youth group pastor's wife and she was like literally the shining star like I was like just need to be like her um and I just feel like I've had these pillars of women in my life teachers um my English teacher was like that like just like and I think when I when I think back to all of like all these really important women it's like they just were unapologetically like shining Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
That's been hard for. Okay, so the is it the Great Pretender? Is that the, the Great Pretender? Okay, I relate to that song so much because that has been me forever, and I think that's yes. why I'm in a burnout season right that now. That is, I mean, yeah, because I finally like quit trying to be something to just for be everyone. Like, per perfect. Yeah. Well, that that song kind of goes back to like, I think about, I don't know how you grew up, but like I remember I, we grew up going to church, and. We'd be on our way to church and we'd be like fighting in the car as family. We'd be like, oh, I hate you. We're like <laughs> screaming at each other. And then my dad would be like, okay, we're here, everybody. Put on your church face. Everybody look happy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because everybody, I'm sure every other family pulling up to the church is doing that. Yes. Everybody does that. Yes. It's ridiculous. And so it's like, it started at a young age. Also as a performer at a young age. So it's yes. like... You're just like, everybody wants you to sing. Everyone wants you to be on, right? And to once dazzle, you, like, once you start everyone. being the star kind of person at right. a young age, then you're always supposed to kind of be Pull the star. Play your guitar. Play something for everybody. And it's like, dance, cl dance, clown, like whatever yeah. it is. Like, and so I think that's like kind of ingrained mm -hmm. in me at least. And then I think becoming a, an, a, a young adult and also like social media. Mm-hmm. We all just like put on our filters and put on the, our highlight reels and um, we don't really tell our families what's going on. We don't really tell our families who we are. We start hiding parts of ourselves because we're afraid of what other people are going to think. Yeah. And it's like we're all now guilty of just like living with some sort of mask. Yes. And it's like exhausting. That's what I found. Exhausting. I don't know. It was like turning 36 and I was like just like watching my last give a fuck fly away. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't need to act like this. It, it ha I, Yeah, I felt the same thing like happened to me. So tiring. I was like, I'm going back. <laughs> who am I to trying to impress? Who am I trying to impress? I'm going back to dyeing my hair blonde because I realized I don't like it brown anymore. But like, I <laughs> literally was like, why am I dyeing my hair blonde? Why am I getting Botox? Why am I getting eyelash extensions? Why am I wearing these types of clothes? Why am I going out to every single event? Why am I always people pleasing and going into a crowd in a room and like work in the and room like, and being so da, da, happy? Da, da, and hey, like, everybody, I'm yes, the party. Yeah. Why, is, why am I doing this? Like, I finally was like, what am I doing any of this for? And who? Yeah. Because as soon as you step out of the game, you're forgotten. So like, right. am I just trying to keep up? Like, what am I doing? I think that's what it doing? is. Yeah. Do I just need everyone to always like me and think about me? That's so exhausting. It's exhausting. Because it, because if you can just like give yourself what it is you're looking for, whatever that is, probably approval, like telling yourself like you're you're good enough just as you are with blonde hair or not, right? Yeah. Like if you can just learn to like give that to yourself instead of constantly need it from other people. Yeah, like need to hear, oh my gosh, you're so great. You're so talented. You look great. You're awesome. You're, uh, but like what? Because I don't feel like I'm good enough if I don't hear that. Yeah, I think it's, I think, <clears throat> I mean, that's what it was for me for me sure. Me too. If I don't get the validation, then maybe I'm actually not great at anything. I, I found a phrase when I was kind of doing, I went through a period like, I think after I had my kids where I just did a lot of work. I think lot kids will do that to you. And I was like, I need to be a better version of what's going Same. on here for for myself, but also for them. Agreed. So um, I'm not a just crazy mom. <laughs> like, right. You know why they you don't want to talk to anymore. The way you are. Move out. Yeah, I feel you. But like some of the work I realized there's actually a thing called affirmation addiction. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow. Reading it. I was like, this seems like <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> I identify with all of this yeah. um, where it's just and I think that was part of my my problem too in like in this journey of record making too of like wanting to please everybody wanting everyone on my team to to feel proud of me and right. also heard and like seen and so I would I'm like constantly asking what everybody else wants right to make sure your your the temperature of the room's all good right. all good everybody good everybody, everybody good? good everybody happy Does everybody, everybody, everybody liking is me, everybody ha liking me? <laughs> is everyone happy with me are you an Enneagram <laughs> three I'm a four so oh, I like live four. at the bottom of the drain of my feelings it's yeah. terrible I do not you, wish a four on anyone. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Allie's a four. She I have understands. a little four wing. <laughs> I have a four wing. Okay, so, so you, you know a little bit. But you I'm a three. Well, sometimes. It would be hard to be a three. Achiever, I mean, would the be three. Tough. So that's the people pleaser. And you, you always know, got to be going, going, doing, doing, like it's next like thing, next thing. Checking the goals. I am not successful until I check off 20 things on my list today. <sighs> that's hard. That's, ex that's exhausting. That's too, exhausting. So. There's lots of work to be done.
<laughs> Kaylin, I think you're doing a, an amazing job. And yeah, I'm just thanks. so, so, so inspired, like proud for you, like that you did this album mm -hmm. yourself and like you were so real and so vulnerable. And like you talk about like the things that go on in our minds and mental health and like you're just like literally I feel like you just keep stepping in to your greatness with more and more with each oh, thank you. each move that you make and it's so cool to see you always are getting and it's not about the the validation but I mean it is because like you do this and you want it to be received so it's like yeah I want people to hear it yeah <laughs> but you're doing For this sure. authentic real stuff and you're getting like it's getting received like that's the thing that is so awesome it's like you're being you and like you're not chasing it you know I don't feel like you are I feel like this is like just as real and as raw as you can I be I don't feel like I'm too tired to chase <laughs> yeah. I'm chasing like a six-year-old and a four-year-old around I can't be chasing a, everything <laughs> have you liked this journey has it been Man. have you enjoyed the journey when I it's it's so funny someone else asked me that the other day and it's like it's not very often that I sit still and reflect back on like the whole like do I feel how do I feel like this whole th thing has gone um but I I have like this journey all of it the highs and the low oh I mean for sure the lows suck you, nobody likes the lows. But they're kind of they're kind of but beautiful like, on the other side. It's also like you th when you look on the other side, it, like it almost feels necessary. Agreed. Like because if I haven't gone through those lows, like I wouldn't have grown in this way to get me to this place. And so, um, I mean, this record, writing this record, and kind of living in the highs and lows has really given me space to honor both, mm. which is good. I mean, I yeah. yeah honoring the good things and the bad. I mean, for sure I wouldn't wish it. I wouldn't want to do it again. <laughs> I know. It's but. like but it's like you've earned it. You know, it's like you look back yeah. and it's like it's like wow, you've really earned yeah, this. Totally. Life. Totally. You've sucked the marrow out of it, you know? You yes. Because <laughs> like totally. you you got to have it all. You got you yes, this dualistic world. I think about it all the time. I'm like, I'm not cut out for this earth. Like I don't know why <laughs> I'm here in earth school. Like this is too earth school. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so hard it's though. It's too hard, but then it's it is beautiful on the other side. And like yeah. you being able to put it into music is like such a gift for all of us. Man, thanks. Okay, so I always wrap up with leave your light. Oh, and it's just an open-ended question, basically. What do you want people to know? Oh, I love that. It's hard to drop one nugget of light. This, this is like leave your light. Leave. Mm -hmm. You can just, whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Man, there's so, I mean, there's just so many lessons that I've learned coming out of this season of making this record. And um, I think I think the biggest lesson that I had to learn was to tune out the other voices mm. and to get real still and to try and, and ask myself what it is that I want. Um, and I think that what I found was some of those things were scary but the, that even if I mar marched into that and pushed into that, like marching into the scary places, um, and I've heard that other people say this too, it, it always results in growth. Yeah. It always results in you becoming a little bit better version of yourself. Even if you fall flat on your face, like you're gonna learn and you're gonna grow. And so um, so I think the the takeaway is that um, choosing to just really believe in yourself and take a chance on yourself because we only get to do this like life thing right like one time like why not why not do all the things that you can come up with in your brain I even guess if they are scary what holds the worst, us back what's the worst that can happen right what is the worst what do we think the worst is I mean what is the worst it doesn't work Fa out. Is it, is it, it doesn't work out. Is it failure? Is that the worst thing? I mean, I guess we, we die. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going to do that anyways. Yeah. But we fail. And it's but like, what is failure? You know? Because you put yourself out there and you did something big. So. Right. 
there's a payoff for that. There's a payoff. There was, I was talking to my mom the other day and like, she's considering going back to school. She's 60. Awesome. And I just got real with her and I was like, I, I'm like, I feel some apprehension, like what's going on. And she goes, well, I, I, I am just a little scared. And I was like, well, what? She's like, I'm afraid I'll fail. And I was like, what happens if that really like play it out? She's like, I don't know. And she was like, I guess other people would think I'm a failure. And I was like, would make fun of me or laugh at me. And like, it was interesting because it was, it was a conversation that I was having with her, but I was really having with myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think everybody kind of has these things in life. They're like, what if I did this? I don't know. I don't know if I can. Um, But I think why not? I know. And I feel like there's always someone in our mind who we're scared. Like, I don't know. It could date back from like your childhood or someone that you've admired or someone that you know that like, for me, there's always like a few people that I'm like, they they find out that I fail and they don't even probably know I'm doing anything. No, they're not thinking about (laughs) it. They're not even thinking about it. For sure they're only thinking about themselves. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But like if they find out that I failed, I'd be so embarrassed. But like, they don't even care. Right. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. Just do your thing, man. Make your magic. I love it. Caitlin, amazing. So you are on tour right now. <laughs> on tour. The Great Pretender Tour. Oh, it's a solo tour. I love which it. It's so fun. So it's just me and my guitar and piano and stories. Amazing. So. And then you're going out with a little big town of George Strait. I mean, just, you know. Good times. <laughs> no biggie. Just a couple, you know artists like that what that's awesome <laughs> so excited. you're so awesome caitlin thank you so much for coming over this is so amazing thank i love you your album so love your music i just love you you're awesome same and congrats on your nomination thank you you're gonna win oh my god yes i just puked <laughs> <laughs> okay thanks caitlin thank you bye Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.